I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Oi, oi, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Newcastle gubbed Arsenal and Huddersfield await Forest of the Blades in the final. It's Tuesday, 17th of May. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Hi, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Good to have you with us. Oh, look at Jim, the Arsenal fan, Pete, the Newcastle fan. Staring United by football. <laughs> and Jim. Brothers in football. Yes. That's the main thing mm. we need to remember here before you start slagging him off, Peter. <laughs> 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 yes, of course, that's where we begin the show, mm. everybody. Newcastle United 2, Arsenal 0. Newcastle's first win against the top six side this season. Peter, the money's working. The money's working. The salve yeah, the, to the Newcastle wound. The money speaks. Edward Howe yeah. said it was the best performance he'd seen since he'd been at the club. Would you agree with him, Peter? It's the best last week performance I've seen in Newcastle for about a decade, I think. Uh, uh, apart from maybe Spurs the, 5 When they beat Spurs, yeah, Spurs yeah, Which we may mention in a short while. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, just how many times have Newcastle sort of limped over the over the last kind of hurdle, mm. over the last few weeks of the season? How many times has season tickets been torn up and, and, and they just push, push, pushed Arsenal? Mm. And, you know, it's, it's going to basically be indicative of how Newcastle kind of grow from this uh, using the ridiculous resources that they uh, reportedly have, um, they have when they have when, uh, but will they use it for correctly? You know, <laughs> true. It, 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 
Mark you know, Ashley was a billionaire. <laughs> you got to choose. Uh, yeah, I think players like Matt Target, where it's just like, will you keep hold of, of players like Matt Target? Do you think mm. Newcastle are better than what Matt Target um, uh, represents? Mm. I would posit that, that they aren't. And I think players like that have really, really the, characterised Newcastle's season. I think he's been wonderful. The problem is trying to keep hold of him. You know, he is a target. <laughs> he is a target, correct. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's my Tuesday as well. Yeah. So up yours, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I quite like that Howe said it was the best performance since, since he'd been at the club. Mm. Don't want to disrespect what Bruce did. You know. <laughs> uh, could have just said it's been the best performance yeah. at this club for years. Was it, was it West Brom's worst points total in the league? <laughs> <laughs> They've had. I'm I think fairly you're more certain that was the case. I'm I fairly am. certain uh, yeah. I heard, heard that stat rattling around the, well, them internet. Well, okay, yeah. okay. Well, say, say something like, well, we need at least 15 first team players for the two to even <laughs> think about turning this around. Yeah, uh, true enough, yeah. Um, Amanda Staveley was hugging the players as they left the field. It was all party atmosphere at Newcastle. It's as if they'd um, qualified for a, for a European position or something. But I don't want to sort of sound. Uh, dismissive because, as you say, there's a, there's a good feeling around the place, rightly or wrongly. Uh, and it was uh, it was fantastic. The the the, the, yeah. the war flags, the the uh, the families of the footballers at the, on the pitch at the end of the season. You know the the, the fans last game were, of the season at home. Yeah. The fans were incredible. Yes, they yes, were they just were. so good, and all the flags waving around and stuff. And you know, I've said it before. Nothing I saw on that pitch yeah. uh, yesterday couldn't have been done under Mike Ashley. He just didn't want to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that is a fair mm. point to make. Um, the Newcastle United, their official account, did tweet a photo of a man with the caption saying she never gave up hope she a Spurs fan I mean look this is the this is the shall I jump in Jim because I'm you know, <laughs> yeah, do, you know yeah. Jim will have well. his bit in a moment Jim don't worry yeah. he can have his own post-mortem <laughs> yeah. not that kind they're of post-mortem very, they're very yeah. different yeah, yeah. yeah. our post-mortem is a literal post-mortem <laughs> I wince uh, my bum tightens whenever I see you know the social media about Amanda mm. Stavely and Gadusi down at the Food bank and stuff like that. I just, I, we're contorting and we're lashing out because, frankly, it's a crying shame that we didn't need any of this. Mm. We didn't need any of this. Worrying about this, where this leaves Newcastle is a pro Newcastle agenda. The, the, the fans in the stadium last night had no more say in what happened to their club mm-hmm. than what they, yeah. the, the, than signing Islam Slamani three seasons ago yeah, <laughs> on that yeah, weird yeah. loan move. You know, they they don't have anything to do it, but you know. Pointing back at the at the other clubs doesn't doesn't make anything any better, uh, and so I, I find Newcastle quite a difficult watch at the moment. But there's something in my soul that goes, "Fuck me, I like watching Newcastle play like yeah, that." Yeah, but well, that's, and, that's, that's and, why it's and that's why it's so effective. It? Exactly, yeah, because it was a magnificent performance from Newcastle mm. United, and and next season you'd think they would be a force. I mean, they would certainly. Um, you'd be surprised if they were involved in any kind of relegation running next next season yeah. because mm. they haven't been this season really well, for, no, for a long not time. Now. And I also think as well we now are in the age of the kind of the moneyed super club where you know when Chelsea were taken over and when when Man City were taken over the landscape was a little bit different. Players mm. would maybe hesitate to go to these clubs. Just mm. like, well, it might be a while before we get into Europe. What if the project never works? We've seen that it does work and it can yeah. work quite quickly now. So I think actually. Newcastle will have very good players available to them this this summer. Indeed, Jim. Indeed. What about Arsenal, Jim? Let's turn our attention to the yep. losers on the evening. Started very slowly. Never found their rhythm after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially, it appears they just never found a way to enact their game plan. Because a lot of people have seen Granite Jack as very like self um flagellating comments after the game um about so they didn't need to didn't deserve to be on the pitch yeah no matter what age you can be 30 35 or 10 
you're not ready for that, stay at home. Don't come here. Mm-hmm. You join Newcastle because we're sort of self-flagellating at the moment, <laughs> aren't we? I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it, I mean, one of the other things Jack has said was that they didn't follow the manager's instructions. They didn't follow his plan. I think that that start was really slow. Newcastle started really well, and it just it like it essentially knocked the stuffing out of Arsenal. And it's um, it's so so disappointing. I'm not really hugely surprised by it because. Sort of, it looked like one of those fixtures. It looked like one of those fixtures where it's like this. This could happen. Newcastle have been really, really good at home. It would exactly. Let's be honest. It's like like watching your own pessimism come to life in real time. (laughs) Um, And then knock your drink out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, still, it's not. It's not like Arsenal had no say in the fact. It was one of the worst performances of the season. They've had thirteen losses this season. There have been bad performances, but but this one. It's what's disappointing is the lack of character because they've shown so much character throughout the season at different times. Yeah, Mm. but that. But that's the point. It's not as if they couldn't do anything about it. Whereas if yeah. you watch the game, it looked like they were all saying, "Oh, it's happening again." It's, it's happening. It's to us. happening but you know again. what? It I, looked, I didn't feel so much like that to me. It just felt a little yeah. bit like yeah, they, but you've been, you've they been ha- desensitized. I think it was more they didn't have a plan. It wasn't. Oh, this is happening to us. They were just like just clinging on, just like well, just absolutely out of gas. With not so listening. much at stake as well. That's what I, could, yeah. what I couldn't figure out. The, mm. the urgency. I mean, maybe there was a lot of urgency because there was a lot of like shanked passes and kind yeah. of panic oh, things. Barely string balls together. Yeah. Something like thirty-three percent possession and that's, and that's, after the first half. I'm not sure about full time, but I can't imagine. It and was Newcastle much more. don't like possession, but we managed to sort of like yeah, it was like seventy percent possession at one point, even more. Mm. I had a period of about five minutes after Newcastle scored, but mm. that, that was really it. Just did not show enough. Yeah. Now, I mean, what will clearly happen on the last day is Spurs will go one nil down for a laugh. And then <laughs> beat Norwich 5-1. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, you could do with um, a dodgy lasagna again, couldn't you? Well, it looks like it's already happening, isn't it? So there's like kind of... I think there's there talk of a virus in the squad, yeah. but I don't, I, I I think I don't know how. I think too early. They'll have their day or a light. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a very, very poor performance from Arsenal. And it's a great shame for Arsenal because... This season's been largely positive. Yeah, there have and been one a... shouldn't forget that. But of course, when top four is dangled in front of yes. your face and it's still in your hands with two games to go, and you mm. put in that type of performance, mm. unfortunately for Arsenal, that then can again that that can influence the mood over the summer and into the new season. Yeah. And it would be a great shame for them if that is the case. Well, I think yeah, the, it's, the mood has been very very interesting this season. The way it's gone up and down, there's a lot of people that have really got on board with Arteta. There's been new songs that you know there are new new players that the, the fans really, really identify with. The atmosphere in the stadium has been much, much better. Mm. You still see a lot of bile on the internet, um, but, I, you, you know, that, that'll always be the case. Exactly, that will always be the case, indeed. Um, so there's the, the the way people... The, the, the way the tide moves with, with what appears to be public opinion on Arteta is fascinating. But mm. I think, despite the fact that Arsenal lost 13 games this season, which I think equals their, mm. their worst um, in, in the top flight... Um, there are still a lot of positives. Like the squad is in much better shape than it than it has been in in recent past. Perhaps bombing out so many players in January and not bringing anyone in uh, was a bit naive. Maybe maybe Ainsley Maitland Niles, possibly someone like that, could have stayed as backup. But even then, I don't think he's the, the difference between top four and and finishing fifth. So it's hard to say. And also signing players for the sake of it as a short term stopgap isn't always the answer. Maybe someone could have come in on loan. 
think that would have a striker on loan would have made sense, but for whatever reason they couldn't do it. Um, Are you looking forward to the uh, the Amazon documentary? I am, despite this, because <laughs> you know I know it's going to have a you know mm-hmm. almost certainly going to have a rubbish ending, but um, it will be very interesting to see the behind the scenes of this season in particular because it's been a transformative one. You know, I've been saying for a long time, it's like Arsenal need a reset, the culture needs to reset. It happens a lot of lot of clubs, and you know we, we come on to Man United later. It's still you know obviously they've they've won things since. Um, Ferguson left and it's not been a complete disaster but then you know they're not really where they want to be mm-hmm. and, and a lot of that is the culture behind the scenes now a lot of the change at Arsenal it, I think it is always going to have to be a case that it's almost a bit like untangling a box of wires do you know what I mean it has to get messier before it can get mm-hmm. tidier and I think it's it's certainly it's still tidier despite how um, disappointing <laughs> yeah. this result is and how disappointing the end of this season is. Take all the wires out of the box, be. plug the one end of the HMI into the mm-hmm. telly and then your PlayStation and just keep the wires like kind of all tangled up. It's fine. Still I mean, works. I mean, to be fair, yeah, if you want wires untangled, then Pete is like the sort of the mm, Sam Allardyce yeah. of that. Yeah. Should really get you in. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, you, if you're in a tangly Box. mess, no, I'd just buy new wires. Yeah, <laughs> very much like Sam. <laughs> <laughs> nice little mention for him there. Um, um, but back at Newcastle, uh, uh, Peter, Joel Linton, uh, who got a great assist uh, for one of the goals, awarded Player of the Season. You like you love turnaround. to see it. <laughs> Excuse me, what a turnaround in his Newcastle United career. You love to see it. He was a butt of all the jokes. Yeah. Now, was it how who put him in as a more midfield player, or do we give Bruce credit there? I'm genuinely, I'm, off the top of my head, I can't. I think. honestly can't remember, but I, I, no, Let's I, give be- it I believe, I believe, I believe it was how who who, who, yeah. who moved him back yeah. and, and just <laughs> that gave would him. make sense. That would make sense. If we're looking at cause of effect, you look at players like Emil Kraft and 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 Jolin, you sort of go right. How what's changed here? Mm. Right. Mm. I can't, not, Who's can't. thought outside the box on this one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably Eddie. If it's Steve, yeah. if it was Steve Bruce, then we apologise, Brucey, <laughs> in, in very unreserved terms. Uh, but uh, but 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 Joe Linton, though, Pete, what are, he, he just he just breaks, he breaks the play up. He dyes his hair the same colour as Brigitte. It's it's Love it's a that. beautiful thing to see. Yes, I think we should get more Brazilians in. <laughs> it could be it could be a good idea. Uh, what about Callum Wilson? His first start since the end of December. Oh, and he lost his tooth. It was gross. Did he lose it though? Because it seemed it looked to be like fine it was by a... the end of the game. If I was a dent, yeah, he probably just popped it back in. Are but the medical like, staff at football teams that good in. now? Just yeah, get, like, it's not instant it was on a, emergency dental surgery. It was on a rotten old thread, and I like think a, they got popped back a in. Dislocated tooth? No, but it, if it's in. still got a bit of uh, a bit of gum connected to it, you could pop it back in, couldn't you, for a bit? Is there a bit of gum on there? There's a bit of gum on there. <laughs> right, but it was, but it looked it really in, yeah. gross. But you know, as soon as he gets back on the field, he's he's back in uh, back in the six yard box. I thought I'd, mm. th- it kind of reminded me. God, what a shame that he hadn't he hasn't played hardly hardly. In most of this season, it would have been really nice to see mm. how everyone was, and you know, build a team around his goals. It would have been great. Well, because he scored goals when they were when Bruce was managing. Them, yeah, which yeah. OBE. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, but, but you're right. Order I, I, of the Bruce Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely, uh, but I, yeah, I, I'm intrigued to see how many. What, what, you know, with a bit of service. With mm. with Guimaraes and one or two other players, as you say, around him, what 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 will he be able to to produce? It'd be very interesting. Mm. Um, speaking of uh, uh, former Newcastle United managers, uh, of course, as we did with Steve Bruce, uh, we go straight to Bulgaria because Alan Pardew uh, has been uh, in a cup final recently, and uh, uh, Levski beat his CSK Sofia side one nil to get their first trophy in thirteen years. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, poor old Pardew. Um, they, they 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 were they were they were beaten. 
Yeah, and no dancing, no wiggling. Yeah, exactly. No. no, didn't even get a goal, so no, no excuse to dance. <laughs> we don't know for a fact that he didn't. I didn't see the game. Yeah, um, I mean, Levski, they hadn't beaten uh, Cisco Sofia in in ten attempts, but you know, you bring Pardew in, you think, well, that's going to be um, eleven, but no. Mm. Oh dear. Well, <laughs> Is it working out? We don't know. Um, but he's got a medal, albeit a silver one. Uh, chaps, uh, last night, big game in uh, the Championship playoffs. Huddersfield won Luton Town. Nil 2-1 on aggregate, Huddersfield go through. Uh, a very late uh, Jordan Rhodes winner. Lovely throwback to him. Obviously, he was at uh, Huddersfield uh, many, many years ago and he's, he, he was re-signed um, last, uh, last summer, certainly in 2021. On a free, wasn't it? Uh, was it a free? I believe so. A very wily operator. I think Ooh. he's 32 now. So he's no, still... no, no. He's, he's surely still an up-and-coming striker. <laughs> that's right. My yeah. brain won't accept that. I think, yeah, <laughs> indeed. Well, it was, I mean, that's what you need. You need a striker who knows where the goal is to sniff out a chance. And I tell you something, Luton will be disappointed because they had their chances. I know their their manager spoke, um, uh, you know, very very passionately and, and it was very um, uh, full of praise for his team, as he should be. You know, it's been an incredible story, an incredible run. It hasn't had the fairy tale ending that they would want, but they can always go again next season. It might be uh, uh, difficult. Um, but he... Um, Nathan Jones did also say people say they're the best tactical side in the league they're not we were the better team and he was very <laughs> adamant that they were the better mm. team and they missed their chances which they did they did yeah but ultimately you've got to get over the line it was such a busy match it was it was but kept both teams in, in, in the competition like it's fair to say but mm. uh, lovely sort of slid finish at the back post fantastic oh it was it was proper strong Lit stuff on, lovely it, it was and then uh, of course um, there was the, the pitch invasion at the end I, I understand the, the, the pitch invasion in the semi-final uh, of the, the playoffs. But, I mean, you've got to remember, like, there's still a game to go. Mm. Yeah, but how often can you, do you have an excuse? Yeah, no, sure. I, hence, I understand it, right? And you can't get on the pitch in the place they're going to play it, so you've got to do it there. That's true, actually, yeah. Very hard to get onto the pitch at Wembley. Mm. That, it, yeah. Uh, no, it's I easy to get in the, in the stadium. I was about... <laughs> Very easy to get in the stadium, but you can't see. They've got it wrong, haven't they? They put all their efforts into making sure no one can get on a pitch, but in the stands. Yeah. My goodness. My goodness. Uh, Staying in the championship, huge news for Derby today. Well, if you will, championship. Uh, Their uh, administrators confirmed today that they have exchanged contracts uh, for Chris Kirchner to take over the club by the end of the month. So it looks as though Derby may move into a different phase mm. in their history. We hope so for their sake. It's conditional on the sale of the stadium, though. Uh, EFL uh, approval and receiving creditor consent. So um, could fall down, but hopefully not. Mm. <laughs> hopefully not. Um, and of course, uh, Huddersfield, though, going up the other end of the table, Huddersfield will be playing uh, Nottingham Forest or those bladesmen of Sheffield United in uh, the final at Wembley because Forest play uh, Sheffield United tonight, of course. Everybody looking forward to that one. Um, but despite there being an important game in the Premier League and a very important game um, in the Championship playoffs, the main event last night, I think we can all agree, was uh, that Matt Letizia hosted a live stream with Ricky Lambert where they spoke about his career and current events. Yeah, yeah. you don't see it's this the... sort of thing coming, do you, until yeah. it's on, on the telly and you're no. like, what is this happening here and it's the second part the current events that were particularly juicy (laughs) in that live stream Uh, Mm. Ricky Lambert gave his thoughts on his career that's fine it was interesting yeah it was a little bit of like football talking about you know what what a successful player Uh is and isn't and it was a fascinating career Lambert obviously you know managed to play for his for his Boyhood team Liverpool. He's mm-hmm. playing for England. Seemed quite unlikely. Got minutes, only a few, but a World Cup. But yeah. still, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I concentrate on that. Very interested in that. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Um, he also gave his thoughts on the new world order, though. 
yeah. and the Great Reset. And it's yeah. like, never has the, 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 the expression stay in your lane been more yeah. pertinent yeah than... I'm usually of the opinion that footballers should be important and should be politically active just, but then you hear no. him spouting nonsense about ivermectin and stuff you're like going I don't think you qualify for this Ricky yeah well he'd say that to you though wouldn't he because uh, yes. did, you, did you see that interview with Matt Letizier I forget which newspaper it was in but he, he, he was very very patronising to the interview saying you clearly haven't done your research about you clearly haven't watched the YouTube videos yeah you clearly haven't watched a man in his bedroom on YouTube with two, two men deep and in I have. rabbit holes and it's actually quite sad <laughs> yes yeah. it is yeah 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 true well let's go to a break then Jim <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Martin Keown and you're listening to Football Ramble. Yeah, maybe just one small bit of the Football Ramble. That'd be all right. Hi. I'm Martin Keown and you're listening to the Football Ramble. I'm Martin Keown. Keown. He got there in the end. Welcome really back end. to the Football Ramble, everybody. <laughs> it's now time for emails. If you've got something for us, showfootballramble.com. Ooh! <laughs> uh, laughing at myself. Uh, from Trevor. <laughs> I've loved the chat recently about players committing the ultimate negative trifecta, scoring an own goal, conceding a penalty, getting red carded. Reminds me of other variations on the hat trick. In ice hockey, there is a term called uh, a Gordie Howe hat trick, where a player scores a goal, gets an assist, and gets into a fight all at the same time. Gordie Howe was a great goal scorer and a playmaker, but also known for being very tough. My friends and I like to joke around uh, what other players' hat tricks would be. For example, Eric Lamella, uh, his hat trick would be getting subbed on, score Rabona, and then get a red card. Uh, Zaha, getting kicked all over the park, uh, win a penalty, miss the penalty. <laughs> We'd love to get your thoughts on what any other players' hat tricks would be. That Very is harsh. a little bit, yeah. Well, he was good last week. Uh, yeah. Generous to Lamella scoring. A, I mean, he scored. Has he got one or two Rabonas actually? Mm. Especially if you've got two. If you've fair. got two, they're fair I enough. Mean, one's impressive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I've okay. got two. All right, all right. Good. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, what about 
But this is a bit middle of the road, this, but like Harry Kane, so backing into a defender when he, the defender goes up for a header, um, assisting Son and then scoring a penalty. Yeah. Or um, having a chat with the referee. Yeah. Like having mm. a chat with the referee, <laughs> isn't he? Um, Big Andy Carroll. Um, scoring, uh, having an attempt at an overhead kick or some a very spectacular one. Uh, going close with a header and then and then a yellow card. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, it, this will take a sort of rare conversion of events, but say someone like Gareth Barry, who mm. we know like clocked up an unbelievable amount of yellow cards, yep. getting three yellows because the ref doesn't realise he's already booked him <laughs> twice. <laughs> like it. Mitrovic scoring five, getting relegated and then scoring 30. <laughs> uh, I think it has to happen in one in game. In one game. Yeah. Okay, right, fine. <laughs> so what, if, if you score three goals in a season, is that a hat-trick for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a career yeah. hat-trick. I see, I see. Oh, there we are. Um, it is Tuesday, which means tomorrow's Wednesday, everybody. So get your dilemmas or questions in for Pep Talks tomorrow. Uh, show at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble. Right, gentlemen, um, let's go straight to Jake Daniels. Yesterday marked a huge moment in football. Jake Daniels became the first male professional footballer in the UK to come out as gay since Justin Fashionu uh, in 1990. He's only 17. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, um, only made his senior debut for Blackpool um, this month. Um, and uh, he said he'd been aware of his sexuality for many, many years. You know, he kept it hidden uh, to pursue his dream of playing uh, professional football. Um, and he said this decision to come out has been months in the making. Um, but he said that he hopes to be a role model for others who who, who may well be hesitating in in mm. uh, saying that. I mean, I just for a seventeen year old to make themselves so vulnerable, yeah, well, in front of everybody he, like that, I, I I take my hat off. Well, he, his his thoughts on that, as he explained it, was with you know he felt that living a lie was was going to be stressful. He looked ahead at his whole career, he's like mm. oh, I'm going to have to. If I don't come out, I'm going to have to lie for mm. my whole career. And, and that itself would really take a toll on someone. So huge, huge respect for him. And what, what an incredible thing to take on as well, you know, to, to state you know, act, that he actively wants to be a role model for people. Not everyone wants to do that. Not everyone wants that responsibility. No, that's he, right. He's been, and that's understandable. He's been incredible at that age mm. to do that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 um, you know, you just hope that it's rather than being an outlier, this is kind of like the... The the, the the beginning rather yes. than rather than that, that, that something just that, that happens and then and then doesn't happen again. I mean, like it, what what um I was in, interested by actually in the, in the piece thirty goals last season. Yeah, thirty yeah. goals, yeah. seventeen. I'm not surprised he got his bloody full debut. Uh, yeah. Good God! But yeah, like you say, Marcus, <laughs> to, to 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 make such a decision uh, at such a young age, Jesus Christ, the stones on him. I he mm. I I think it's going to go. Uh, in a beautiful way, uh, and, I, and I certainly hope it does go in that beautiful way. Yeah, I also thought to myself, he he, he looks very mature for seventeen. Do you know what I mean? You know, like mm. f- footballers seem to have it's almost, it's almost like footballer age. If a yeah. footballer's like twenty eight, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like Mitrovic is what twenty seven. I think he is. He's got mm. a family and all that stuff. I think to myself, oh well, he's oh. And then I remember myself at 27. I'm just like, what? <laughs> footballers' years like are just that little bit more. You're right, eating yeah, jam out the jar. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's where it's right. kept. That's where it's kept. <laughs> no, you don't eat it like like a bear out with your big hand, big hands. Yeah. Suck it out. Suck, Just it, suck out. it directly out. <laughs> no, I don't do that. It's <laughs> not. It's not Nutella. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, let us turn our attention now to um, to Manchester United. Eric Ten Hag, of course, will be their manager very, very soon. Uh, he's won the league with Ajax. They played their last game of the season on Sunday. Um, and he's already uh, looking forward to his new role at Manchester United. He reportedly arrived yesterday to acquaint himself with the club before he officially starts 
on the 1st of July. Um, he does arrive with the squad under a, a bit of a cloud. Last week, there was reportedly a scrap between two senior players at training on Thursday. Um, Such a leaky dressing room. It is very <laughs> leaky. Well, I was a bit disappointed because a leaky dressing room, surely like one of those players could be identified. Right. And we're going to speculate now. No, we're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was after four days off um, following the defeat to Brighton, uh, a day for every goal. So they've had four uh, days to cool down. Like, no, right. no, we're still going to have this fist fight. Indeed. Um, but Ten Hag has spoken about Cristiano Ronaldo and he said he will be part of his rebuild and called him a giant um, staying with Ronaldo Rio Ferdinand said it was laughable that Ronaldo wasn't in the play, uh, the Premier League player of the season shortlist on the shortlist is Trent Alexander-Arnold Jared Bowen Joao Cancelo Kevin De Bruyne uh, Mo Salah Son Heung-min uh, James Ward-Prowse and Bukayo Saka I think Ronaldo should be in there I don't, he think, scored I don't 18... think it's outrageous as a shout no I don't think it is he scored 18 league goals yeah. for that Manchester United side yeah, is it 24 in all competitions in all competitions uh, yeah it's pretty astonishing and I think also though what he's done is this. Uh, there was often a, a, a bit of chat that he's getting in the way of this Man United mm. side now I understand when uh, Rangnick took over and if some of us thought oh, okay uh, see how they play oh but they, they can't press if he's in, inside even yeah. though Ronaldo hasn't pressed for years um, and we all the people were saying hey, Ronaldo's getting in the way and it's kind of like oh no I think you're fine he's papering over an enormous amount of cracks his goals are but I, don't, I think his movement are creating more cracks but he's scoring goals though like, fine, it's, a, it's but... a funny one I don't remember any situation like this yeah. in the past I mean that it's goal comparable. he scored against Chelsea when they was they were battered that day. He got hardly any service, and yet he pulls out that out <laughs> the back. You know, I mean, I see. I, 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 I think it's. I don't think. It, I mean, Ferdinand himself said that Ronaldo wouldn't win it, uh, but he perhaps he should be in mm. there. But there we are. He's got enough personal accolades to kind of comfort him through. Yeah, this Yeah, and I it's think. funny. This will still hurt him. <laughs> yeah, oh, really, time. really bothering. <laughs> big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would you fancy for Prem Player of the Season? I mean, Mo Salah looked certainly for the first. Jordan. season. He's, he's, he's not on the shortlist I'm afraid shortlist, until he gets on the shortlist uh, perhaps yeah. next season I would know. think it will be De Bruyne personally think? looking at that list it's yeah. always, how, it's always how, how they finish it's never how like they were performing you know yeah. three yeah, four yeah, months yeah, yeah. ago That's I'd, the love, thing. I'd love Jared Bowen to win it <laughs> that would be that would, that would be brilliant um, mm. it's a bit generous maybe having Saka in there he's had a good season but no he's, he's been Arsenal's best player I mean I've watched him very closely he's been fantastic he's I been mean, Arsenal's best player he has yeah, yeah. but you know um I I, th- I think he's he's worthy of his place. All right, right, fair enough. Uh, at Manchester United, though, if, if they're wondering how Ten Hag's going to be, obviously, as we say, he's there to you know, become familiar with the club. What you need, as we all know, is you need someone who knows the club. Mm. And he's done that because Steve McLaren is apparently returning to the club in the coming days. Something we can all get behind, can't we? Yeah. Jim Campbell. It's a funny one. Again, it, it feels like Man United looking back, but that might be a reductive way of viewing this, this appointment because he is very experienced. He's been there at the, at the club before. Worked with Ten Hag as well. Exactly. Yeah. Worked with Ten Hag. So it's, it's a nice kind of bridge as well. You know, the, you, yeah. you can't look at those little doe eyes and <laughs> not fall in love a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, the big news, though, um, is uh, with all this chat about Ten Hag is that. Uh, his uh, well, sort of very soon form, uh, soon to be former club Ajax, uh, will become the first Eredivisie club with four bald head coaches in a row: uh, Peter Bosch, uh, Marcel Kaiser, Eric Ten Hag himself, and now Alfred Schroeder. So mm. uh, good to see the notable eggs are still getting a yes, run out. Absolutely, you sort of look at them as younger men, and you sort of go, I mean, none of them had amazing hair, so just great decisions all around. It's nice to see that legacy mm. of great decision making at important times. Egacy, egacy. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> and that's why we all turned up today. Yes. Everybody. <laughs> uh, tonight, Southampton uh, face Liverpool. Now, Liverpool have to win this to take it to the final day, which is something I sort of forgot about when I was on CNN yesterday. Going, oh, it's great we got a final day. And then I was thinking, <laughs> oh, oh about this. That, yeah. Yeah, there's that. Uh, there's it's that. very annoying <laughs> if Southampton derail this now. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> Even for Jack Grealish, who was saying, oh, he was like, oh, I'm buzzing. It's going to yeah. be your final day and all this kind of stuff. Um, so Jack, Jack Grealish couldn't figure out where he came from oh, that was so just, funny that was a great video the England one yeah, yeah. Connor about? Cody asking him to point out where Birmingham is on a map and he goes is that a map of England and then essentially runs away yeah <laughs> well, like, oh, well I've got no chance <laughs> it reminds me of that you know I just love how he just opts out and I think that that, that you know kind of whimsical social media stuff football should go are you kidding? I'll yeah. fuck this up. I'll embarrass myself. Yeah. But actually, by doing it, he's embarrassed. I like the bloke. Um, I don't even know what it is. Some kind of fucking right wing rally or something. Some guy uh, rocks up with the microphone. He shoves a, a, a mic in a guy's face and goes, "How many genders are there?" And, the, and this guy <laughs> just goes, "I don't know. I just got here." I think. <laughs> I think. I think. If it in I'm life, told what I think. Yeah. In life, there should be mm. more people who sort of go. I, I have no grounding in this. Yes. I have yeah. no interest in yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, let, I'll let the chips fall out where yep. they may. Yep. I, I've just got here. And yep. I think that should be the answer to everything. You know what? Like, yeah, like years ago, that would be like, well, yeah. that's a ridiculous answer. Yeah. Now, with all this thank supposed you. information, so, yeah, thank you. you're a trailblazer, yeah. Seth. <laughs> we need to get behind this guy. We all need to not know. I don't know. I just got here. Yes, exactly. It's a lovely room. Exactly. And, and Jack Grealish could inadvertently spearhead this movement. Of yes, not exactly. Yeah. And, and, and God bless him for that. Uh, but of course, uh, Liverpool do need to beat Southampton. And realistically beat Southampton. I mean, of course, a draw would, would mean it goes to the final day, but but really, mm. uh, they, they would need to beat them. Um, and and uh, yeah, I mean, but Southampton, they're not in great shakes. They are obviously safe. They probably have been for a while, I, I would imagine. Um, Jurgen Klopp uh, will be focusing very much on tonight's game because they, there's the importance of it. He's also called uh, for more winners' medals uh, from the FA following their win at the weekend in the FA Cup final, saying that 40 winners' medals was not enough to go around the Liverpool players and staff. When he says staff, like is the yeah. kit man getting a winners' medal? I think that's the kit, I think the kit that's man. Kind of kit man. I think kit man's man? probably more in the frame than I don't yeah. know. It was. It was the third keeper yeah he's like my family here where are their medals <laughs> yeah you know I couldn't do this without them just make your own I reckon make your own you've got pot lids yeah he, he said they're still waiting for more to arrive from the Carabao Cup final which they ordered nice problem to have isn't it very yeah. nice <laughs> just it's very much kind of like superb I was, I was up I was up late last night watching QVC and I ordered some stuff and I'm still waiting for it for crying out loud. Oh, you've not slipped back into this, have you? No, I'm not admitting it. I'm just saying that Klopp might have been. <laughs> oh, I see. I thought that was an admission from yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, the internet's turned off in your house at a certain it is, time, yeah. so you can't go on eBay <laughs> <laughs> in a tired, dreary state. Well, Klopp said, if I was in charge of these competitions, I would give everybody 60 medals. Not each, obviously, that would be a bit much. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it makes a point. Do you remember when England uh, finished third in the UEFA Nations League and Gareth Southgate said they were just and the medals in like a plastic bag. <laughs> what a presentation. I mean, it's like, okay, a third place playoff always seems a bit pointless and in the UEFA Nations League it seems particularly pointless. But you guys organised this. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't you buy into that narrative yeah. if you've yeah. got us all here for it, for crying out loud. Deary me. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness, yeah. Um, so uh, so there we are, uh, everybody. Um, did you see that uh, Peter Shilton was upset that um, the Liverpool fans uh, were booing the national anthem? He said, so disrespectful, booing Prince William at yesterday's FA Cup final. It's, sadly, it's a sign of the times in this country. Whoever could have seen that coming from Thermos Head Shilton? 
I'm sure if he went back and sort of found a tweet about him being fine with him booing other stuff at Wembley, it's just like, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's uh-huh. all just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Indeed. Anyway, well, speaking of, uh, you know, ooh, yeah, truths and myth-truths and, and, and conspiracies. Today. Well, I'm, I'm afraid, Jim, that, you know, we need to speak the truth about the untruths and the conspiracies mm. uh, before I tangle myself up even further. I'm going to go straight to it. Wayne Rooney has said this week that he finds it strange that Manchester City's 2012 Premier League title hasn't been questioned. He said City got the second goal and QPR kicked it straight back to them from kickoff, and that's never been questioned. I find that strange. <laughs> anyway, I'll leave that there. Yeah. More on Wayne's wicked whispers next week. <laughs> Wayne, you realise you could st- could he still be fined? I think he could still be fined. Uh, yeah, I wondered that. Well, yeah. he wants to. I mean, if he's, he's still, still operating football, in football, yeah. I just, yeah. I don't oh, know. By the way, I, so I watched the last sort of five six minutes of this game back, right? Yeah. And what QPR do is they they get kick off after Jacko yeah. scores, and, they, and they just melt all the steel beams. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, with their football. Um, he, they, they, they don't kick it back to them per se. They, right. they just launch it into the corner out for a throw, basically to okay. kick it as far yeah. away from their own goal as possible. Yeah. Now, yes, nowadays you'd think, well, what on earth have you done that? If you've given them possession straight away, if you're going to waste time because QPR needed a result, they didn't in the end. Of course, the results went their way and mm. they stayed up. But what you might do is play it back to the goalkeeper or at least pass it around a little bit to waste a few more seconds mm. and then maybe the keeper launches it up the field. But clearly, with that second goal going in, they were a bit like, oh, crap, right, yeah. just yeah. away from the goal and we'll get ourselves set and all the rest of it. Um, and and actually, if you listen to the commentary or, uh, the, or, the, or, the, or the clip that I uh, particularly watched, Niall Quinn's on co-coms and as Man City come forward with the ball, he does say, oh, the QPR fans are, are, are now... Uh, jumping, they've obviously heard something, and about thirty seconds later, um, obviously Aguero scores. Yeah. But you see a, a, a number of QPR defenders like fall on the ground in a heap, like really angry because they think that that's a decisive <laughs> moment, you know. <laughs> and they're really throwing themselves in the way. So. It's a risky move, isn't it? Like yes. to, to be able to disseminate that information and yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. and then make a decision to just throw a game. Like it, it, when think about how well, that works exactly. Which is which is why I'm basically saying this in case Wayne's listening and anybody believes or, or thinks it is strange. Just just look at it again. <laughs> There's just like, Have another look, when Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not like, you know, one of the QPR players like played Aguero in. Do you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? He had a bit to do. Yeah. Um, so there we are. I think we've debunked that, have yeah. we? I think so. Yeah, Where's Wayne's statue? I don't know. Um, but it won't be outside Manchester City's like that odd one of Aguero is. Mm. What do you think of that statue? What? I just, I just think, I just think, uh, I think people are expecting a different style of statue. I think, I think they're just expecting like an old Winston Churchill job. No, no, you know no, what I, I mean? No, 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 I don't think. That, I think that the statue, I think, I actually quite like. I quite mm. like that that statue. No, I think they're thinking that he just doesn't look like him. Mm. It's difficult with a statue, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. We've seen some less, uh, uh, you know, worthy attempts. I mean, yeah. The Ronaldo bust one was one of the great all-time <laughs> sort of moments. For, yeah, in I the, mean. The Aguero the one's going for a slightly different look, isn't it? It's quite, um, yeah, quite, it's not a bad fist. It's almost it? abstract, isn't yeah. it? Especially with the kind of the, the mm. colouring of it. So it's pretty good. I, I, yeah, like, I, I, I like the colour and all that. I mean, what do you think of the, the statues outside the, the Emirates? In terms Jim? of the likeness, oh, yeah, I, I, I like the Henri one's good with the knee yeah. slide yeah, and, and the Burkham one. Burkham with the, taking the What's ball Tony down. Adams doing in his one? I can't remember actually. You don't even give it the time. I don't really. I'm not really. Well, I generally don't come to the stadium around that end. Oh, is that oh, right? Yeah, so, I don't know. Oh. Right, yeah. 
So all the all the Jim Campbell fans that are often there with placards, <laughs> they're wasting their time. Where they should are, they yeah, stand, yeah, yeah. Jim? Where should they stand? Uh, if you near Dennis Bergkamp and you might bump into me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're and you wear you'll know Jim because he's got on his he always has that t-shirt that says free hugs on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, everybody. Uh, oh, little upfront plug for you here. A reminder that uh, a very special at the match with upfront is out today from Wembley, no less. Uh, Flo and Rachel took a trip to the Women's FA Cup final, which is a cracking game. Look back on some of their favourite finals memories. Uh, of course, uh, Flo being a big QPR fan. Um, <laughs> well, uh, you know, I wonder what she's got to Find say. the truth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Rachel explains how she came uh, uh, to um, own an FA Cup winner's medal. Respect to the Mags, mm. uh, which you won't want to miss. And uh, I mean, and we know that they're hard to get because you've got to get to the final win it. And then sometimes Even they don't then have many get to get all around. So um, maybe Rachel will give, shed a bit more light on that. So get over to, to Football Ramble Presents uh, for that good stuff there. Uh, we've come to the end of the show, everybody. Or oh, have we? No, we have. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening to today's Football Ramble, part of the ACAST Creator Network. Uh, we're back tomorrow, of oh, course. Tomorrow. Do you remember the Michael Essien statue? No. Oh, yes. It was horrible. Looked oh, like looked like the robot from Moonwalker. Fiberglass thing. Yeah, it was yeah. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I like it though. Michael Should Jackson like statue outside Craven Cottage. Yeah, yeah. true. You know, wherever that may be now. Uh, well, it was in the National Football Museum. It was, obviously. Yes. Not anymore. I, I wouldn't have thought so. No. In the bin. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so there we are. Let's end on that note, Jim Campbell. Thank you very much. Good night. Thank you very much, Pete Dodd. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you, everybody. Keep searching for the truth. <laughs> The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. 
That's stamps.com. Code program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.